0: Christmas season just keeps coming on and on. Okay. Uh-huh. Hit it to us, Dennis. Hello again,
1: everybody. Welcome to Thursday Comics, the twelve books of Christmas. Da-na, da-na, da-na. Number nine.
0: With your host,
1: Dennis Osborne, and
0: his partner in crime, me. Wallace Ryan. <laughs> so we're still doing the countdown from
1: twelve to one.
0: And we're lashing them out there and we're lashing them good. Yeah. I tell you, these uh, some of these choices have been fucking right on, right? <laughs> And, and it's funny, because we, we discussed how we, you know, so far we've uh, we've had the same publishers, you, you know, two of the same author. Yeah. Same publishers, except for one of us chose a Marvel, one of us chose a, a uh, DC. Oh, excuse my, excuse my ignorance here with that burp. Um, it was a Chinese food burp, too. <laughs> I, can, I can still taste it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so we're... Uh, you know, we're ready now here for number nine. Now whose turn is it? Who? It is your turn. My turn? Oh my god, okay. Well, okay. I gotta prep myself for this. All right, the okay, on. okay, let me put on my pants first. Okay. Now the number my number nine choice out of my twelve books of Christmas is, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. is from DC Comics the legion of superheroes five years later now i know of course some there are some legion uh, fans out there yeah. mostly wieners <laughs> who uh who you know, us, you meet us. yeah, yeah who, who uh who don't like it but i mean i loved it i loved it. it was to me even at the time when it came out it was just like yeah. holy shit someone's someone's taken the legion of superheroes and giving it a cool anima because suddenly you know we, i mean i always did like legion of superheroes i mean during <laughs> the 60s we had your kurt swan you know the you know and it was, it was, it was you know kind of cute and yeah. uh, and of its time but it i mean the reason i loved legion of course as a kid was it had so many fucking heroes and everyone had a goddamn superpower <laughs> and it was great and then of course 70s legion I love because Dave Cockrum, yeah. whose art was spectacular, let alone his. And I think one thing that made it was his redesign. He really modernized a lot of the costumes. Some he left as, like, he, he didn't touch uh, Cosmic Boy, for instance. He didn't touch his. Okay. Uh, Brainiac 5 didn't change his. But he changed some. Uh, the ones that he did change, they they looked fucking beautiful when, when he was done with them. Yeah. And he really, he really brought, he, re, uh, Manor Eater Lad was another one he left. <laughs> uh, Sun because Sun Boy was, was cool anyway. He was cool anyways. But he brought them all, you know, really into the 70s. <clears throat> and if people want to see his skill at, you know, costumes, look at Storm or Nightcrawler, Colossus. Which
1: were meant for Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. And they turned them down, he just brought it over to X-Men.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, 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 uh, Phoenix, the Phoenix costume is yeah. a is a Dave Cockrum invention.
1: Which is probably one of the better design costumes
0: mm. of the era, really. Yeah. And even well, even the Storm and and, and Nightcrawler one, so yeah. simple, so yet yeah, beautiful. I mean the geez Nightcrawler one, I mean it's
1: It's basically still his costume. Yeah. Usually with some minor tweaks, so
0: And same with classes too. It's it's, you know, essentially just that same thing, really, right? I
1: think they changed the colors once or twice. They gave them pants for a while. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was basically the same costume.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, re- you know, beautiful, beautiful stuff. But then went when it came along to, and, and I mean, you know, Giffen did a lot of Legion in the '80s. Yeah. Obviously, the you know, and some minor changes there. But I mean, the Legion five years later is where they really. Oh, they just really grabbed him by the nards and shook him <laughs> and shook him hard, <clears throat> and it's great because it's like it's like a grown up legion, yeah. And it, it's it's uh, so I can see how some may not have liked it because it was almost like you know, bouncing boy was you know he was Chuck T- T- D- Dane Tane or whatever, or, or you know they they refer to him by their names more right. than that. But it was it's still it's still the Legion of Superheroes, and it's still. In my my mind, it's still one of my favorite eras of it. All right,
1: definitely.
0: Ah, good old Legion. <laughs> and now we'll uh, we'll get on to you, and we'll uh, force you to come up with a choice for your number nine out of your twelve books. And here it goes. And Dennis's number nine is.
1: X Men Grand Design.
0: Whoa! Ho, ho, ho. Well, kick me in the pants. Okay, <laughs> yes. Uh, now, why Grand Design? I must ask.
1: So, Ed Pisker is yes. a Hip Hop Family Tree. Yeah. Um, his like his street, his art style, very unique. Yeah. Not superhero comic friendly. Not but, really. Yeah. Yeah. But he he makes it work because of his knowledge and his love and yeah. his little Easter eggs like poses are based off. The action figures of the 90s and little tidbits like that. So you can tell there was a love for X-Men and it was a dream project. Also, it's an abbreviated history. Pretty much from the debut to pretty much 90s. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. The last volume was basically like, I think, Extinction Agenda around there. So you got through all the Australian X-Men and stuff like this. Yeah. But if you don't want to go through you know, 30, 40 years of history. You can buy that book. It has that certain art style, which is yeah. very unique. Really, yeah, like, Robert Crumish, You know, like that... uh yeah. um,
0: bit of underground feel, Underground too.
1: feel to it, which is fantastic. But it's a superhero comic. Uh, it has the feel of a superhero comic, even though it has that underground, that independent feel. And it's that abbreviated, cut out all the crap, yeah. top stories of the X-Men, gone right through, and a ton, and I mean a ton of bonus content. Okay. So if you're a fan of the art style, the underground, um, the X-Men in general, yeah. I consider it a definite must-get.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it, and, and cross with, you know, the besides that, cross with the history book. Like you say, yeah. the, so, you know, for anyone who's just getting into it, I mean, it'd be a great way to, for them to definite. to go back and have a look and get, get up to date, right? It's a good way to get
1: into X-Men, but it's a good way to get into underground comics
0: yeah yeah, because that too if you go
1: backwards and you start off with someone like ed pisker then you can check out his hip-hop family tree then you can check out someone like like crumb yeah and go backwards that way yeah um but it's 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 a phenomenal book and it's that abbreviated history of the x-Men which i love yeah um and the art style I wasn't really into because I was buying the issues initially yeah uh three four issues per uh but it kind of grows on you yeah and you can tell when you're doing a book that it's a labor of love yeah. for some people, I okay. can tell that this was his dream to do a superhero X-Men book. And he's about my age and you could see the, the same eras that he loved. Mm. And like I said, the, the action figure tie-ins, these were the action figures that I had growing up, that he had growing up, which was using as the designs for certain poses and images. And I found that absolutely fascinating to go through. Yeah, okay. And yes, I could read, you know, seven omnibus of X Men to get the actual stories. But an alternate take, I took it as watching the animated series as opposed to reading the comics. Yeah, the stories are the same, but you got that little bit of a twist.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it almost reminds me when I was a kid, and I'd we had the Origin of Marvel comics, yes, and Son of Origins, and those yeah. those books. The now, of course, it. You know, didn't have the grand sweep of grand design or whatever, but it had enough information through through them that it sort of, you know, it got me it got me well in in enough into the Marvel universe that you know I began to seriously collect and yep. go mad, right? Yeah. Oh, go absolutely insane.
1: <laughs> so it's only several issues to collect, and they were a little bit more expensive issues. Mm. They put them out in the three, um, almost gallery edition sizes. Oh yeah, the
0: Treasury edition. Yep, yeah, the yeah.
1: Treasury. And then you can get the omnibus, so multiple formats. Yeah, uh, I like inexpensive that. Inexpensive route, you can get the single issues. You get the treasury formats, which cost you pretty much the same as the omnibus, but it does have a different look and a feel. Yeah, the paper quality is more almost like a newsprint feel.
0: Yeah, uh, it feels yeah, more it does. Yeah,
1: and then of course the omnibus for the omnibus collectors.
0: Exactly. So yeah. So everyone's happy everybody's happy <laughs> you got to love that eh? so,
1: and that's what you basically want out of a book you yeah know, yeah like, that's true you that's can't true. answer more than that so yeah as
0: as one of the great 12 books of uh, christmas
1: yeah definite
0: well uh, well once again it's been another fun day here here uh, at uh, thursday comics world headquarters right and uh, now we'll be back tomorrow with uh thursday
1: comics 12 books
0: of christmas number 8 ding 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 yes excellent So, uh, with that, we'll uh, sign off and we'll get our good buddy uh, Bill Brandon with that fabulous theme of his to uh, let us dance on out of here. There you go. Okay, hit it there, Bill.